Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm Kirsten Ackerman. I'm a registered dietitian, the creator of the Intuitive RD, and your host. I'm so excited to be bringing you guys this podcast. I've been thinking about it for a while and kind of mulling it over, but I just haven't taken the step, Uh, but I'm going for it now, all right? So um, basically, the purpose of this podcast is going to be to bring you all the information about intuitive eating that you want to hear, but in small, manageable bites of information. Um, So the episodes are going to be about 20 minutes, um, and we're just going to cover all sorts of different topics. Um, We're going to start from kind of the ground and build up, you know, go through the different principles of intuitive eating um, and all that stuff. And I'd love to see this eventually evolve into me answering, you know, questions from all of you guys and um, just kind of getting into some of the nuances of intuitive eating as an approach. Uh, But I think it's so important to just kind of start it at the ground and build up because intuitive eating has become very popular recently. And with that, there's a lot of confusion. Um, There's a lot of criticism and skepticism and, and all that stuff about the approach, which I totally understand because it's it's very different. It's a different approach. Um, but again, as it's become so popular, I think there's been um, some misinformation out there. I mean, actually, I know for sure there's been some misinformation. Um, so I think that that's driven some of people's skepticism because they just don't quite understand the true values of intuitive eating. Um, so I'm here to bring you guys that. Um, and again, I think since we're we're all very busy people. Um, maybe we don't always have time to sit down and listen to an hour and a half podcast episode. Um, I think that this will be really helpful for those people who have heard about intuitive eating but aren't really sure about it but kind of want to know more about it. Um, this is going to be kind of like the quick and easy, like, you know, just kind of getting the basics um, way of learning about it. So, where I want to start with this is Uh, basically telling you what intuitive eating isn't. So uh, you'll notice that that's the the episode title. Um, And it's kind of a funny place to start um, with with a podcast about intuitive eating uh, to start with what it isn't. But I think that that's so, so important, um, especially considering all the misinformation that's getting thrown around. Um, I think I really need to be clear about what intuitive intuitive eating is not. Um, So this is where I'm going to start, okay? So intuitive eating is not a diet. Um, It's important to know this because, you know, we hear things every day about, you know, this is how you should eat, that's how you should eat, um, you know, cleanses and detoxes and healthy lifestyle changes um, that tell you exactly how to eat. And, you know, I could just, I could go on and on about, um, all the different ones that are out there right now. But I want you to know that this is not just another diet. It's not just another um, plan for eating. Intuitive eating is not going to tell you what to eat. It's going to tell you how to relate to food um, and to your body in a way that serves you better, serves you and your health and and all of that. Um, So it's not a diet. Okay, so that's number one to just clear that up. and I'm going to get more into, you know, what intuitive eating is if it's not a diet. We'll, we'll get into that. But just know for now that that's not what it is. Um, number two, intuitive eating is not anti-health. All right. I hear this 
a lot. I, I, I see it thrown around at least on uh, social media a lot. Um, because a lot of people who are promoting intuitive eating are saying, hey, it's okay to have a donut. Hey, it's okay to have ice cream. Hey, it's okay to have pizza. And I'm going to show a picture of pizza on my social media account. And here's why there's nothing wrong with that. Um, It's because balance is okay. And many of us in our culture have been told that pizza is not okay to have and cookies are not okay to have um, or, you know, insert whatever food there. Um, And as intuitive eating um, supporters and promoters and all that, um, we're just simply saying, hey, actually, it is okay to incorporate this into a healthy diet. Um, It's okay. And it's not bad. It's not wrong. And you're not being judged for it. Um, So it's kind of a little bit of just like backlash against um, diet culture which has, has told us that the, we can't have these foods. Um, so a little, going a little bit further into why intuitive eating is not anti-health. So there's a very big body of research um, that shows that controlling and trying to manage our weight and our food intake actually results in having a really out-of-control relationship towards those things. Um, and that will result in health problems long-term. Not to mention, like, yes, physical health problems, but also extremely uh, bad mental health problems that stem from that mindset as well. Um, So coming from an intuitive eating approach, which is very closely aligned with the health at every size approach, um, intuitive eating is supporting... um, not obsessing over food and kind of like letting loose the control and the reins and all that and kind of like giving up the food fight around food. Um, Not so that you'll just like go off the deep end and, and, you know, kind of go crazy around food, but so you won't have any reason to be crazy around food anymore. Okay. So I could dive so much deeper into that, but again, I just want to kind of give you the basic overview here and um, intuitive eating certainly is not anti-health. As people who are supporting intuitive eating, we believe that this is the best approach to finding health. Okay, so number three message I want to give you. Intuitive eating is not an anti-weight loss approach. I think that a lot of people, especially again, as this approach has become so popular, a lot of people are kind of like, whoa, 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 why are you saying that people shouldn't lose weight? That's crazy. Oh my gosh, like that's the worst thing in the world. What are you doing? Um, so I just want to like stand up here and say, um, absolutely, we are not anti-weight loss. I am not anti-weight loss, you know, as intuitive eating practitioners. So yes, people can lose weight for sure when they're making changes, right? Um, so If somebody loses weight when they start eating in a way that feels better for them or, you know, eating in a more healthful way that makes sense for them or they start moving their body more and that's feeling great for them. If their weight goes down when they're doing those things and they feel mentally great about it, cool. But here's the the other side to it. If somebody starts making all of those changes and they start, you know, eating, um, 
healthier foods that feel great for them and they start doing um, working out at the gym or or um, you know engaging in uh, physical activity that they really enjoy or a new sport or whatever it is and they gain weight if they make those changes and they gain weight I'm also cool with that like that's that's awesome right like so that is where um, there's like a little bit of a discrepancy um, in the understanding of this approach I'm not against weight loss I'm against weight focus because when you focus on weight, things start to get a little hairy, all right, because there's an assumption that if you eat in this particular way and if you move your body in this particular way for this many minutes a week and and all of that, that your body will lose weight or it will go down to the quote unquote normal BMI range. Um, basically the assumption is that if you're taking care of your body the best way you can, it will result in your body being in the normal BMI range. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. So focusing on weight is a problem for those people who start eating healthier, start moving more and feeling better, but the weight's not going down. That is a problem. So I'm against focusing on weight. I'm against weighing yourself because I don't think it serves your mental health. I don't think it serves your physical health either, okay? Because you can tell if you're making changes that serve you um, by what you're doing on a daily basis. Um, That number on the scale can't tell you what you're doing exactly, okay? And it can't tell me that either. Um, So that's the deal when it comes to weight. Um, and the intuitive eating approach. Okay, the last thing I want to bring up on this episode is that intuitive eating is not necessarily something that everyone needs to be sitting down and working through, um, you know, the principles. Okay, this is not an approach that everyone's in a place that it makes sense for them or that it's going to work with their goals or that it's going to make them the happiest or anything like that or even that it's necessary for right like so intuitive eating is basically intuitive eating is where we all started right like we all were born intuitive eaters um we basically just didn't let external cues tell us what we should be eating um but then different factors uh, became involved and complicated the relationship there. Um, And some of us have developed, you know, complicated relationships around food um, that that aren't working for us. Um, So basically, um, what I'm saying is that intuitive eating um, is very, very necessary and helpful and life changing and powerful for people who have struggled with food and body image and who have chronically dieted and and anyone who's internalized the messages of diet culture in a way that's really harming them Um, but that's not everyone necessarily Um, and not everyone's going to be in a place where it makes sense for them to really take the time to um, listen to their body every moment and um, you know listen to their hunger and fullness cues and and things like that Um, so I want to just be really understanding and respectful of that I don't think that this is something that every single person in the world needs to get on board with. 
um, because we're all at different places and different things resonate with each and every one of us. I am a huge believer in intuitive eating. And and again, I I believe it's so powerful for the people that need it. Um, But I will not stand here and say um, that absolutely everyone should be doing this and it makes sense for absolutely everyone. So I'm I'm totally okay admitting that, okay? (laughs) All right, guys. Um, So that is the first episode here on what intuitive eating isn't. So what a great place to start, right? Just kind of um, myth-busting a little bit. Um, So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will be bringing you another one very soon uh, where we're really going to go into kind of the basics of what intuitive eating actually is, um, where it came from, um, what it's all about, what's the deal with it. Um, So definitely look out for that soon. Um, I thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm so, so excited to be starting this for you guys. Please let me know if you liked it, if you didn't like it. Um, Tell me why. Um, Tell me what you'd love to hear more of, all of that stuff. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye.